service. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about my Tacova's cowboy boots. I picked them up while I was in Austin, Texas. I had this event I had to go to that night. It was a formal thing. I had this idea of what I was going to wear, but I needed the one extra thing. And I was like, aha, Tacovas. There's a Tacovas here in Austin. The dudes who worked at the store were great. I found the exact boot I was looking for. This boot is called the Dylan. I got it in midnight black. I wore them to this formal event. I had on a suit. And then tonight, I'm going to wear them with jeans to my son's baseball game. These things are amazing cowboy boots. They're super comfortable, and I can tell already that they're going to last for a long time. A couple things you can do here to check out Tecovis. If you can, stop by your local Tecovis store. Have a complimentary drink or two. The experience is awesome. You can shop all the new styles. You're going to smell that fresh leather in the store. The friendly staff are going to be at your service. They're going to take care of you. They're going to make you feel like a rock star. A lot of the Tacova stores have these leather custom branding services to make your boots truly personalized. They put on regular live music and events. It's an awesome in-store experience. So if you have the opportunity to check out a Tacova store, I highly recommend it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Dot com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and they ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, thanks for checking out this bonus episode. Before we get into it, wanted to fill you in on some of the great content we've got for you this week. Here in the Disgraceland feed, we just released a brand new episode on Sean Diddy Combs, and tomorrow we're releasing a rewind episode from our archive on The Temptations. Over in the Badlands feed, check out a new episode on Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, what happened to him when he was kidnapped on the side of the road in South Africa. And for all you parents out there, uh, for your kids, for the whole family, do yourself a favor and go find our brand new show, Musicland Stories. It's a new collaboration between Double Elvis and Starglow Media. We just launched that series this week. It's a, uh, it's a kid show. It's for kids of all ages. But if you got young kids, you're going to find this particularly entertaining. Uh, you got two brand new episodes right now. If your kids dig music, good storytelling getting lost in a fantastical, unexplored world, then you got to check this out. Musicland Stories, okay? Find it, follow it, hear episodes one and two right now. New episodes uh, will be coming every Tuesday. All right, let's get into it, shall we? Hey, discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? Just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. 
on this episode. We are talking about, among other things, our new full episode on Sean Diddy Combs, this week's Rewind episode on The Temptations, and of course, your voicemails, your texts, your DMs, and more, and as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, discos, let's get into it. All right, this week in Disgraceland, a brand new episode on Sean Diddy Combs. Seems about right, right? Hip-hop mogul, bad boy's bad boy, notorious B.I.G.'s BFF, a guy who just lately can't stay out of the fucking news. Um, You've probably read or heard that Diddy has been uh, charged with a couple... I don't even know how to describe this. Uh, We talked about it in the episode, in the preamble before the episode. Uh, There were some lawsuits that were filed last month, including one from the artist Cassie, who was Diddy's longtime girlfriend. That was settled in 24 hours. 24 hours. Uh, And then there were the accusations about a 17-year-old girl uh, being gang-raped in a recording studio, accusations that Diddy forcefully denied. Uh, the fallout from all this has been huge. 18 brands have since ended their partnership with Diddy's Empower Global Project. Uh, that's an e- e-commerce platform designed to uplift Black-owned companies that Diddy is at the forefront of. Um, and now, I just got to say, if, if you guys haven't heard it yet, our new episode on Diddy does not address, aside from the very tip-top of the, of the show, it doesn't address these allegations. We produced this episode long before and finished it long before these allegations came out. And frankly, the allegations are too fresh. They're too raw. There's too much unknown for us to really even get into it in a responsible way. So uh, doesn't mean there's not plenty to get into in this episode. And in a way, what we do get into in the episode informs everything that you're reading about Diddy right now in the news. What I found most interesting, you know, this episode is set around the nightclub shooting with Diddy and J-Lo uh, in 1999 when uh, there was a shooting. Diddy was accused of, of uh, illegal possession of a gun and bribery uh, at, at this nightclub. The shooting happens. Diddy is, you know, gets out of the club, hops into the Lincoln Navigator with his, his bodyguards and Jennifer Lopez, and they, they screw away into the night and run like something like 11 red lights or something like that before they're stopped by the cops. Like I said, he was charged with illegal possession of a gun. He was charged with robbery. There were 60 eyewitnesses. Uh, the, the woman who was shot in the face claims that Diddy had the gun. Anyways, he was acquitted on these charges. Um, now, to how this violent history informs what we're talking about in the latest episode of Disgraceland on Diddy. Uh, there's this incident in 1999 where he was acquitted, but then there was a civil case uh, that came later and uh, he settled with the victims. There was an incident also that year where Diddy got into it with a record executive at, uh, I believe, Interscope. Um, and a lot a lot has been alleged. There was a beating that happened in the record executive's office. Um, that was settled out of court and uh, rumored to be, I've read every anything from half a million dollars that Diddy paid to uh, over a million. Um, I, again, that's unofficial news. 
that's that's been reported that's out there i can't say for sure if it's true but it looks like there was a second settlement there uh then way back in 1991 uh diddy was the promoter of a charity i believe it was a charity basketball game that had a concert attached to it as well with uh some at the time hip-hop luminaries and this is at city college in manhattan there was a stampede three people died 29 people were injured uh, and there was a, a settlement there as well. Okay, so you got these four settlements. What does it all say? Where are we going with this? Diddy strongly denies any wrongdoing in the uh, allegations, the recent allegations with the 17-year-old. But there is a, uh, a, a history of misadventure, to say the least, to put it, put it mildly, here with Sean Combs. And I'm really interested to see where this is going. I know you are as well. And I think that the episode that we just produced on, on Diddy does a lot in uh, sort of giving us context to the recent charges. So I hope you check it out. I hope you dig it. 617-906-6638. Call me, leave me a voicemail, send me a text. Let me know what you think of the episode. Let me know what you think of Diddy. Let me know if you think he's innocent. Let me know if you think there's anything to these charges. We can discuss it. Okay. One of the items from this episode that we do get into that I find particularly interesting, and I think you guys will as well, is the issue of Diddy and Sting. And I'm not going to burn it here. I want you to go back and listen to the episode if you haven't already. Uh, it concerns the amount of money that Diddy has to pay Sting every day in perpetuity for the rest of their lives, apparently, or forever, I don't even know, beyond their lives, beyond the grave, for Diddy's legal use, uh, excuse me, uh, unsanctioned use, unlicensed use of a Sting song, a police song that Sting wrote. It's a staggering amount of money daily. Uh, so just check that out and uh, hit me back and let me know what you think, all right? So that's Diddy, that's there now. Tomorrow in your feeds, or next up in your feeds, depending on when you're listening to this bonus episode, we're gonna have a rewind release, an episode from our archive, a previously exclusive episode, an episode that most of you have not heard, on the great Motown group, The Temptations. Uh, one of the greatest groups to come out of the Motown machine. A lot going on in this episode. What really happened to Marvin Gaye's great duet partner, Tammy Terrell. Uh, the suspicious death of Paul Williams, David Ruffin's 20-year battle with cocaine. Make sure you check that out as well, all right? 617-906-6638. I'm here if you want to share with me your favorite Motown artist. Is it the Jackson 5? The Jacksons, excuse me. <laughs> Wait, no, yeah, Jackson 5. And then the Jacksons. Uh, no, Jacksons were ABC. Jackson 5 were Motown. Is it Marvin Gaye? Is it the Supremes? Is it the Temptations? Is it Smokey? Who is it? The list is endless. 617-906-6638. Also, let me know what you think of Sean Diddy Combs and what you think of that episode. 617-906-6638. Voicemail, old school and new school. 617-906-6638. Text at Pod on the socials, including Instagram, where we got some uh, we got some stuff going on on Instagram right now like we haven't in a long time. We seem to have made nice with the algorithm and uh, they're promoting the hell out of these new little videos that we're doing. Which brings me uh, to the point, what do you guys like most about 
what we are creating for you. To me, when I think about the content that you guys most share and you get most excited about, it's, uh, it, it, it's you know, obviously this content about these, you know, larger than life personalities, but that's too broad. Specifically, uh, what I think it is, uh, is these holy shit learning moments. Uh, Blondie being abducted by Ted Bundy. Uh, how Michael Hutchins actually died. Uh, the Jane's Addiction, I did this little Jane's Addiction video on Instagram. It's about Connie Navarro, Dave Navarro's mom. And uh, in like uh, a week, it's had 300,000 views. And we're picking up a ton of new followers. And if you're new to this show, uh, thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, but again, this is all telling me that what you guys want you know, what you like most about the, the actual podcast stories. And if I can extract from that and extend to, uh, you know, Instagram and, and X and YouTube uh, and TikTok, it's these, these holy shit learning moments. Oh my God, I did not know that. I did not know that about Blondie and Ted Bundy. I did not know that about how Michael Hutchins actually died. I did not know that about Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction. And they're all kind of dark stories. And the other thing it appears to me, it seems to me that you guys dig on is these, this sort of shock and horror of, of some of these stories. Uh, obviously, the Big Lurch one comes to mind, but even in this Diddy episode, uh, just the, sh the shock of all these settled suits, uh, the allegations that we might not know about. We know about the recent ones, but we might not know about his past violent history. And then, of course, there's the, the tributes, the send-offs. The parts of the episodes where I like to sort of lean into the heart side of it and what I related to most to these subjects, uh, how I related to them most, excuse me, um, uh, as artists and what they brought into the world and what has sort of singed me and left a mark. Those tributes seem to seem to resonate with you guys as well. So my point where I'm going with all this is if you're new here, if you're old here, <laughs> if you've been here, if you've been with me since the beginning of Disgraceland, uh, or like I said, if you just found us a couple days ago, I want to know what you guys want from us, what you most respond to. 617-906-6638. Is it the holy shit learning moments? Is it the shock? Is it the horror? Is it the tributes? Is it something else? Let me know. At Disgraceland Pod. Hit us up on Instagram. Follow us there. We're growing fast. I'm doing these daily videos over there. Um, we're also on TikTok. We'll be growing over there as well. YouTube. Uh, X, we are everywhere. And of course, we are right here, 617-906-6638, voicemail and text. And email disgracelandpod at gmail.com. Let's do an email right now. From uh, Melissa Moon, uh, subject is episode suggestion message. This may not be the appropriate avenue or even something you guys do, but I love the podcast. I love the way the stories are delivered. Jake's voice is custom made for narration. The podcast is sleek and sexy. Hey there. And I recommend it to basically everyone I meet. You may have received this suggestion previously or just vetoed it outright, but I would love to see an episode on my favorite band, My Chemical Romance. The band has an interesting story from Gerard being robbed at gunpoint while working in a comic book store to 9-11 leading to the band's formation. I think you guys would do it justice. Thanks for always entertaining the way only you can. Uh, Melissa, that's a great suggestion. Um, I didn't know, I don't know much about My Chemical Romance. 
Um, but hey, I'm here for it and I dig it and we're going to look into it. All right. Thank you. Appreciate the email. Let's do this one here from Jason Bain, who writes in, uh, subject is the Rider's Almanac Messages. Dear Mr. Jake Brennan, hello, Jake. I'm a huge fan of the show since episode one. I decided to write you today out of sheer anger and frustration. I'm at my construction job on a cold New England day and I forgot my ear pods. How am I supposed to drown out the sound of heavy machinery and old man grunts? I'm truly missing the sweet sounds of your voice, describing a person having a much worse day than mine in a beautifully eloquent manner. But I digress. My real reason for writing is because I need some advice, any possible mentorship. I've been working on my own narrated podcast for a few years, and it's fucking hard, man. I'm really struggling, not with the technology either. I'm a music producer, drummer, engineer with my own studio gear and studio. I'm very able. I just dislike my own voice and writing. It's not terrible. It's just meh, but I've also never played it for anyone or mentioned this project to anyone. The podcast is called Writer's Almanac. It's a narrated series about snowboarding. All right, I'm going to go on here. He says it's uh, uh, definitely inspired by Disgraceland, but with a different flavor. Uh, two episodes fleshed out, tons of ideas and future episode plans. Sure, you're really busy, but this is something you could help me with. Any advice or contribution would be extremely helpful. Well, here's my advice. Keep making shit. Don't stop. Don't stop and play it for people. Just keep going. You can release it into the world or not, but my advice would be to make it and put it out in the world or get it to a point where you're happy to put it out into the world and up until that point, play it for as many people that you trust as possible. It could be one, two, three, five, 10, 20, however many. Get feedback, trust your gut and keep doing the thing. That's the key. And as for the sound of your voice, I hate the sound of my voice. I always have. And if you're doing a narrative podcast like mine, you have to find a way to not just speak, but narrate. And you're not going to like it. Um, I went through many iterations of recording demos and playing them for people that I trusted, my wife in particular, uh, and being very frustrated, just like it sounds like you are, with her just being like, you sound like an asshole. <laughs> and I'm not so sure I still don't sound like an asshole, but whatever, it works. You're not supposed to sound like you. You're supposed to sound like the thing you're creating and you're supposed to put it out into the world, a version of you. That's all it is. Um, and again, to get over the frustration hump, you gotta just keep, keep, keep doing it. That's all I got for you, man. Hopefully it works out. Keep me posted, 617-906-6638 or disgracelandpod at gmail.com. I see a ton more emails. Maybe I'll answer some on uh, on Instagram. Looks like we picked up a lot of new followers, new listeners over the last week. Keep up the communication. Uh, if you're new here, you know I try to do my best to engage with you guys as much as possible uh, here in the bonus episodes uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, elsewhere, uh, and yeah, on phone and on text. So hit me and take a quick break, back in the flash, some voicemails and some texts from you guys. Hey, are you guys proud dog owners like I am? You ever wonder why so many dogs are suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, you know Katherine Heigl from Knocked Up, she's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation. And she says that she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, Katherine feels that there's one place that we can all look to improve our dog's health, and that is their food. Many dog foods can actually create toxins 
that can be wrecking our dog's health. Okay, and this is true even for many of the premium dog food brands. However, by just adding a few special superfoods to our dog's diets, we can see huge transformations in their health. Katzen Heigl has already done this. She's made a video about it. You guys need to watch this video. It's a 20 minute video explaining step-by-step -step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for my dog, Dusty. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin, uh, healthier coat. Dusty's coat looks fantastic. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash disgraceland and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash disgraceland. All right, we are back. Let's do some voicemails. Let's get right into it with this one from the 310. Hey, Jake, this is Eric 310. Uh, I left you a prior message, I think, that was a couple of months ago about meeting Prince. Um, this is about a real disgraceful situation. Uh, I don't know about the if you're familiar with the story of the Coasters, but two of the members of the Coasters were assassinated. Uh, one was shot in the head, and the other one was uh, assault with a gun. Uh, gay man who was murdered, uh, lead singer of the Coasters, uh, popular band in the 50s, uh, two, two victims of violence, separate incidences, uh, worth looking at. Just a tip. Hey, Eric, thanks for the, uh, for the voicemail, man. I did not know this about the Coasters, and uh, it sounds like a really messed up situation. And God, two, two band members, group members shot. That's just fucking crazy so uh i think we are going to get into that i am deep in at the moment however uh into researching anthony bourdain uh not a music subject not a badland subject just a iconic name out in the world subject whom i love that i want to cover and feature so i'm doing that i'm deep into it right now eric i hope you dig it whether you're a bourdain fan or not maybe we'll get into this coasters thing sooner or later i bet we will we're always in need of of material um and yeah guys we talked about combining the feeds a couple weeks ago or last episode i guess it's been an ongoing conversation i haven't I haven't made a firm decision yet, but uh, like I said, I'm researching this Bourdain episode and I don't think it's going to be in Badlands. I think it's going to be uh, our own thing. And I've got a Hunter S. Thompson hankering and William S. Burroughs hankering as well. And uh, it feels like it feels like Disgraceland is going to expand slightly uh, beyond just specific music stories into stories that are uh, just dark stories about icons, really, uh, like we've been doing. But I think if we do do this, I'm going to keep it very musical. Anthony Bourdain, you know, even though he was a chef and, uh, you know, had a travel television show, was a writer, wrote books, very rock and roll type of guy. Same with Burroughs, same with Hunter S. Thompson. You know, even when I think of large, larger than life, uh, figures like like who are, who are athletes you know like michael jordan it's very easy for me to relate what michael jordan does and the quote-unquote art of what he does to music and to culture and i think you know were we or slash you know are we to go into that in in that direction that's 
that's likely the tact we will take with the non-music stories. We will keep them musical. And I'm really just interested in the darkness that drives some of these folks from whatever discipline. And everything will stay music-focused. It will largely be, you know, uh, you know, on average, more music stories than not. But that's where we're going. Uh, you know, I don't know how I got from the coasters to Anthony Bourdain to Michael Jordan, but see, we can do this. All right, let's do another voicemail here. All right, this one uh, from the Netherlands. Let's check out this voicemail right here. Hey there. Greetings from the Netherlands. Um, big fan of the podcast. Um, I was actually curious uh, if you should ever do an episode on James Taylor because he had a very interesting career. I'm a big fan of his. I've been a big fan most of my life, um, thanks to my father. And uh, history of substance use disorder and has pretty much come out on top to be a pretty successful, chill guy. Anyway, that's all. Um, take care uh, and have a great day. Yo, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, I was actually th- I was thinking about doing a James Taylor episode the other night. I was watching TV. Uh, I watched these uh, really awful music video channels on the Samsung uh, t- cable TV thing or whatever, on demand, whatever it's called. And uh, I've talked about that before. But uh, James Taylor came on, and it was a vintage 70s live thing. And I was like, God, there is a story here. I know there's a story. I know there's the whole thing with the heroin abuse. And he's a fascinating guy, and people love him, and he's a huge name. So, uh yeah, at some point, uh, and also doing an episode on him will will give me the opportunity to tell my James Taylor story. <laughs> Being from Boston, it's hard not to have a James Taylor story. Um, and uh, I don't want to burn it here because it's a good one. But yeah, Zeth, if you're listening, I think we put James Taylor on the schedule for uh, end of next year as we're figuring out our programming here. All right, 617-906-6638. Hit me with your voicemails. Hit me with your texts. Let's do a couple texts here. 505 writes in, Hey, I drove Parliament Funkadelic around for three days. They were fucking nuts. Keith Richards has nothing on them. George Clinton had his own limo, damn it. All right, all right. Are you are you saying we should do a Parliament episode? I'm here for that, for sure. 901 writes in, uh, Lee from Memphis. Love the Jane's Addiction episode. First song I ever heard of theirs was Jane Says. Maybe the best two chord songs ever. Prove me wrong. That's uh, that's interesting. What are the best two chord songs? You can't say Louie Louie. That's three chords. You keep it to two chords, and you're really, really, really shortening, shortening the length of the pool, as they say. Do people say that? I don't think they say that. Uh, 901 goes on to say, you mentioned the cult. I have to respectfully disagree about their live performance. Love this band and have seen them three times live. And they're still going strong and singing in the original key, unlike many older bands playing about a half step down. Much love to you and thanks for being so accessible. I'm still campaigning for a Shannon Who episode. Tragic. Shannon Who, we will do Blind Melon at some point for sure. Um, yeah, I don't want to argue with you about the cult live because like I said, I've only seen them once. And of course, talk to people who have seen them as well. I know they played recently. I had some friends who saw them in Los Angeles and I saw some of the Instagram videos that were going around and it looked fucking incredible. Uh, What I'm talking about, however, is just back in the day. And I'm talking about my experience subjectively. So I hope you're right. I hope they're great live because they're a great fucking band and uh, I want them to be great and I want them to be out there spreading the love. 
530 writes in, Hey, Jake, Zach from 530. I loved the Jane's Addiction episode. Having been an early teen in the early 90s, Ben caught stealing was always on MTV. You couldn't miss it. The video was creepy. Gave me weird vibes. Couple ideas for a new episode. Rise and Shine, a menu recipe-inspired shorts in the morning, afternoons, or evenings, which focus on food. Who doesn't like food? Example, Elvis sandwich, peanut butter, bacon, and banana. I don't I can't do a food podcast. <laughs> I appreciate the creativity. Uh, and uh, but that ain't me. I did do a I did do I guessed it on a podcast about Elvis's million dollar sandwich with the Midland guys. You can find that the country band Midland has uh, has a podcast, some great guests, Matthew McConaughey, Cheryl Crow. And uh, I jumped on, it's all about busting these myths. And I, I talked about Elvis and the, uh, I think it's called the million dollar sandwich. Uh, 630 writes in, hey Jake, long time listener, both Disgraceland and Badlands. My favorite so far has been Jerry Lee Lewis. Just finished the Jane's Addiction episode and the bonus episode. On a separate note, I would love it if you considered doing a sports true crime podcast. Well, and then he goes on to mention uh, Lawrence Taylor, OJ, Michael Irving, Frank, Frank from the 630. Listen, dude, we we fucked with this a little bit with a thing called Sportsland. And we had those sports episodes. We have them actually in the Badlands episode, in the Badlands feed, excuse me. Um, we have episodes on, as you mentioned, Lawrence Taylor and OJ Simpson and a bunch of others, Pete Rose, Ty Cobb. Um, we did a whole thing on European soccer, a whole season on European soccer. Um, Oscar Pistorius, Aaron Hernandez, and like I said earlier, I think we're going to start messing around with, uh, I'm thinking of doing a Kobe Bryant episode, uh, more about the, the, well, I really don't know, actually, <laughs> I need to do more research on it, but I have an idea on an angle. So yeah, I think for some of the more iconic sports stars who've, uh, have dark stories associated with them, we will be covering that here in the Disgraceland feed. But in the meantime, check out Badlands, subscribe there, go back in the archive and you'll find those episodes you're asking for on Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor and others. All right. All right. This bonus episode is already getting long. I'm going to take a quick break. 617-906-6638. I'll be back in the flash. All right, we are back. Thanks for being with us here in this bonus episode. Do a little recommendations here. I've been doing this, um, you know, trying to recommend music and trying to do it as, you know, I get into the booth here and my head just goes all bluey and I forget what I'm listening to, what I've been listening to. So what we've been doing lately is just, I've been going into my Spotify history for the last week and and just regurgitating here what I've been up to and what I've been listening to as a way to kind of keep track of this. Vince Giraldi, you all know him as the uh, the musician who did the Charlie Brown stuff. And, and, and some of you probably know that he had his own trio and he made his own music and it's fucking fantastic and you need to check out the Vince Giraldi trio you will go way beyond the peanuts and the Charlie Brown stuff and it's a good good sort of non-Christmas Christmas vibe okay I've been digging on classic Christmas songs so far all right the Bing Crosby's of the world the Ella Fitzgerald's of the world as we get closer to the big day I'm going to seg into sort of the more alternative stuff uh coming to mind immediately all the sort of great garage christmas songs uh the 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 90s sort of weirdo shit like low all that gonna get into it 
I am still digging on the new Queens of the Stone Age record in Times New Roman. The more I listen to it, the more I love it. If you haven't heard this record and you're a fan of rock and roll, check that out. Uh, something happened to me last night that uh, musically, that I love when this happens. I love when I hear a song. Um, I was just on Instagram and uh, this guy, Johnny, Johnny Vinyl, who, who's a fan of the show here at Disgraceland, who I talk with a bit on Instagram, he just posted this video of himself, uh, sorry, of his record player playing Dark Side of the Moon. And it's just, you know, tr you know, the audio wasn't great and the video wasn't, you know, it's just what I said it was. And, but the music is so fucking good and the production is so good. It, I just found it to be arresting. It just, it just smacked me in the face. And I've heard this so many times before. You know, does this happen to you guys? It must. It must happen to you where you just hear this thing you've heard a gazillion times. You don't even think about it anymore. It's become so rote and it just knocks your socks off. And that's what Dark Side of the Moon uh, did to me last night and will probably continue to do for me uh, throughout the rest of my life. It's that good of an album. Uh, Johnny had some good stats on it, by the way. It's something like 900 weeks on the Billboard 200. <laughs> it's the number four, I believe, number four top-selling album of all time. Uh, if that's true, that is phenomenal. So needless to say, I don't need, you don't need anyone to recommend Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon to you, but uh, here I am doing it anyways because it's authentic and it happened, and there you go. Um, also... If I can be self-promoty, I am going to for just one moment here. Parents, okay? Parents, we have this new show that Double Elvis just produced with our partner, Starglow Media. It's a kid's show. Um, our, our friend, Nikki Lynette, who, uh, she, if you guys are fans of the show about a girl, she hosts uh, this new kid's show we have called Music Land Stories. And uh, this is if, if for the parents out there who are music fans who are looking for content, podcast content for their kids. Trust me, this is for you. Go find it. It's available everywhere. We've got two episodes up now. Got more coming. Uh, search that out. You will not be disappointed. 617-906-6638. Real quick, this week, tomorrow, our Rewind episode is on The Temptations. This was originally released by us on May 31st, 2022 as part of season nine. Uh, we described it then as the following. The Temptations were one of Motown's signature vocal groups, and they remain one of the most successful R&B acts of all time. But fame and drugs corrupted them from the beginning. Lineup changes were as frequent as their chart-topping hits, and eventually their rocky road led to drug addiction, crippling paranoia, routine backstabbing, and one of the most tragic deaths in the history of the Motor City. Um, Timeline-wise, we're doing this because the Temptations member Eddie Kendricks was born on December 17th, 1939, uh, and we're releasing this episode on uh, December 14th, so pretty close. Uh, also, you know, if you need another recommendation, Eddie Kendricks' 1972 solo album, People Hold On, it's fucking awesome. So check that out. All right, 617-906-6638. Here are some questions that um, I would like some answers from you guys on, frankly. Um, all right, what is your favorite Motown group of all time? Okay, speaking of Motown, speaking of great record labels, what's your favorite record label of all time? Okay, the label where it didn't matter what they put out, you were buying it. When I was growing up, that was Revelation Records. Uh, it was Discord Records. Uh, for a moment, it was Victory Records, a label that my band actually ended up on, which was a huge thrill for us. 
But when we were kids, we just had these record labels that we would buy. It didn't matter. It did not matter what they put out. We were going to buy it. Also, do you want a Disgraceland vinyl? What would we put on the Disgraceland record? What would it be? And would you buy it? Would you? I would. I have some ideas. 617-906-6638. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your favorite record labels are. Let me know what your favorite Motown artist is. Let me know what you would want out of Disgraceland vinyl. And finally, Christmas Rex. Give me the Christmas music that you guys get most pumped on. 617-906-6638. Favorite artists? Are you old school classic? Bing Crosby, Ella Fitzgerald? Do you realm into the new school? What are the Christmas songs that pull at your heartstrings? 617-906-6638. Let me know at Disgraceland Pod on Instagram, Twitter, uh, excuse me, X and TikTok. We also got some stuff on YouTube. You can search us out there as well. I'm going to take a quick break back in a flash. All right, welcome back again. 617-906-6638. Hit me up on Instagram at DisgracelandPod. Instagram at DisgracelandPod. Instagram at DisgracelandPod. All right, where else we're at DisgracelandPod as well. And send me an email, DisgracelandPod at gmail.com. Let's recap, shall we? Number one, right now, in your feed, a brand new episode on Sean Diddy Combs. Number two, coming tomorrow, a rewind episode on The Temptations, a previously exclusive episode that we are finally releasing back into the wild. Number three, over in the Badlands feed, we got a new episode on Benedict Cumberbatch. Number four, next week into the Disgraceland feed, a brand new Christmas episode. That's right, you heard me, a Christmas episode on Mariah Carey. Hold on to your hats, TRL, coming live right at you. Number five, with our ice cream cart, 617-906-6638. Call me on the telephone or text me number six. Remember, no one cares about the music that you love more than you do, and well, that's a disgrace. All right, my moment of bliss in honor of this week's Disgraceland episode on Sean Diddy Combs. This is me reading you the phone book from Manhattan in 1946, some 53 years before the shooting at a nightclub put Diddy on trial for his life. Adams, Ruby, 13128, Adama, Louise, 3-427, Adros, Clarence, 3-1962, Adriza, Marvin, 4-6225, Adris, William, 59-7203, Adama, Ellen, 2-27740 Adama Eliza 3-22043 Adams Ruby 131-28 Adama Louise 3-4 Talking and start mixing. Cut it!